0: Hi, Tony Hines here, and you're listening to the Chain Reaction Podcast, all about supply chain advantage. Well, great to be here. You're listening to a special episode on product safety, and we're looking at cars. Now, product safety is something we don't hear about very much when it comes to supply chains, but it's a very important part of the supply chain. People expect reliable products, and they expect safe products. The Ford Motor Company said this week, that it's recalling 125,000 sport utility vehicles and trucks because of engine failures, which may cause a fire. It covers various models, Escape, Lincoln Corsair SUVs and Maverick, compact pickup trucks from the 2020 to 2023 models, with a a 2.5 litre hybrid or plug-in hybrid engine. Ford said that isolated engine manufacturing issues may cause the problems in the engine to fail prematurely and when it does, the engine oil or fuel vapour may be released, increasing the risk of fire and injury. You might recall that Ford initially recalled 100,000 Escape, Corsair and Maverick vehicles in the United States back in July 2022 after it identified 23 reports globally of fires or smoke because of a suspected block. Or an oil pan breach. Even after that fix in 2022, Ford did report it had at least three vehicles that suffered fires. If anyone experiences the uh, problem, they're advised by Ford to park the car and shut off the engine. Symptoms are often engine noise, a loss of vehicle power, or you might see smoke. The problem with recalls, of course, is that they go unnoticed. People ignore them, and that can be dangerous. But according to many vehicle suppliers, they say they often take back vehicles and they find that they haven't had repairs to the recall notices issued by their manufacturer. And so they often end up having to put those right later. Of course, as we get more hybrid cars and those with purely electric cars, the number of notices has increased and many think it will increase further because there's more complex parts in the vehicle to go wrong. And that could prove costly for the owner, and it could include injury or death, of course, if those things are not put right. And so are manufacturers doing enough in this area to make sure that their cars are safe for consumers to use or for businesses to use? The average recall for a vehicle is four, but some manufacturers have a lot more recalls than four, and few have fewer. If you live in the United States, of course, the National Highways, Transport and Safety Administration, NHTSA, has lots of information about recalls. So you can always go onto their website and you can check your registration to see if there are any outstanding recalls on the vehicles that you own. The data can be checked for the past 15 years. And if you suspect a problem with your vehicle, then you can always report the problem to the NHTSA and they'll check it out. So some good protection. For customers, there, the UK has a similar agency, the Driver Vehicle Standards Agency, and you can find more out about recalls on your vehicle on the DVSA website. The NHTSA said back in August 2021 that no vehicle has completely safe automatic driving, and there always needs to be somebody behind the wheel. One person was fined for driving a Tesla car and moving into the passenger seat after switching on the automatic pilot. He received an 18-month ban, even though technically he was not driving the car, he was in charge of the vehicle, and therefore responsible for the safety of others, not just himself. Tesla was being investigated by the NHTSA, and that's because originally the preliminary investigation was evaluating 11 crashes where Tesla cars were operated under autopilot, and they struck parked emergency vehicles that had their lights flashing. In that review, the NHTSA said the agency became aware of 191 crashes, not limited to ones involving emergency vehicles, that warranted closer investigation. 35 crashes occurred while autopilot was activated, including 9 that resulted in the deaths of 14 people. The NHTSA said the investigation covers about 830,000 Tesla vehicles from 2014 to 2022, including Model 3, Model Y, Model S and Model X. And the probe started in August 2021, after the accumulation of crashes. There are some other issues that they've been investigating too, and that's about the Tesla vehicles able to display video games on the centre infotainment screen while the car was in motion. The concern concerned that the autopilot fails to prevent drivers from diverting attention from the road and engaging in other predictable and risky behaviours while using the system. So quite a number of concerns over these autopiloted vehicles. we have to see what the final reports say. Tesla cars, of course, pioneered the autopilot system and it's copyrighted by Tesla. But many vehicles have what's known as assisted technologies to support drivers to have some degree of autonomy. And there are six levels of vehicle autonomy, which range from zero through to level five. Zero is no automation, and level five is full automation. Level two is the third level in the automation spectrum, and is often referred to as hands-off autonomy. So this is what many people think of as the driverless car. At this level, all the vehicles possess a form of advanced driving assistance, ADAS, They take control of steering, braking, acceleration, and in very specific situations, such as low-traffic environments, they can be used. When it comes to recalls, Toyota have the most recalls since 1992, with a total of 818 notices. Other car makers that have high numbers of recalls include BMW 698, Mercedes-Benz 629, Volvo 551 and Citroën 520. Recalls are issued when vehicle owners, regulators or manufacturers determine a faulty component presents an unreasonable safety risk or fails to meet safety standards. And the most common recalls are because of seat belts, brakes, electrical components, wiring, tyres, doors, door latches, fuel pump issues, And ignition switches. And there have been major incidents with airbags too. There are so many parts in modern cars, and they come from many different suppliers, and it's difficult to ensure quality standards for the parts coming in to an assembled vehicle plant. Yes, all the specifications are set down. Yes, they're checked. But when something goes wrong, it can be quite disastrous. And one such incident took place with an airbag manufacturer that supplied 34 brands of vehicle in the United States. Vehicles had to be recalled and the bags replaced. The frontal airbags on the driver's side or passenger side, and that can be very expensive once a car has been produced. The NHTSA said it was the largest and most complex safety recall in US history. The airbags were made by a major parts supplier, Takata, And they were installed in cars from 2002 through to 2015. And some of the airbags could deploy explosively, injuring people in the car and killing occupants. 67 million airbags were recalled. And at the end of 2022, 11 million were still yet to be replaced. So there could be people still driving around in those vehicles, not knowing that if they were to be involved in a crash, they might have this defective airbag in the vehicle. The airbag's inflator and the metal cartridge, loaded with propellant wafers, in some cases, had ignited with explosive force. And when it ruptures in a crash, there are metal shards from the airbag that can be sprayed through the passenger cabin. And, well, that can be life-threatening or serious injury, at least. Apparently, the cause of it was ammonium nitrate based in the propellant without a chemical drying agent. And when it reached high temperatures or a defect through age, it can improperly inflate the bag and send the fragments of metal through the vehicle. There have been 24 reported deaths and more than 400 injuries because of this problem in the United States. And these bags were in vehicles such as Honda and Acura, where they had Alpha bags, Ford Ranger, the Mazda B-Series, BMW 323i and 328i and a number of others. So if you suspect that you have one of these in your car, I'd get that checked right away. Again, you could go to the NHTSA website and check it out. In February 2023, Honda issued a do not drive warning for certain 2001-2003 models, including the Accord, the Civic, the CRV, the Odyssey, and Pilot models. Acura TL and CL cars all equipped with this unrepaired Takata bag. Volkswagen 2 with its Beetle models and some Chrysler cars. Dodge, Magnum, Challenger. All had notices. So go and check if you suspect that you have a car in that time frame on that NHTSA website and just be confident that your life is not at risk. There are laws of course on product liability and if companies are found to have breached that product liability then they can incur hefty penalties. Product liability claims are typically based on state laws in the United States or national laws in the United Kingdom. And they're brought under negligence, strict liability or a breach of warranty. Usually personal injury as a result of a faulty product, loss or damage to property as a result of the faulty product, and unforeseeable circumstances. For example, a product could not have been detected by a quality control process in the manufacturing organisation, could be a defence. There have been some large corporate liability claims against companies not just in the automobile industry, but elsewhere. Back in March 2008, General Motors faced a lawsuit under product liability claiming a damaging chemical was used in the deck's cool coolant. And it caused leaks and engine damage. And there was a class action lawsuit filed on behalf of about 35 million General Motors customers for 150 million US dollars. The customers who filed the suit ended up receiving individual payments of between 50 to 800 dollars. But it was a big cost to General Motors. In August 1999, General Motors also faced a personal injury and product liability lawsuit for a faulty gas tank on its 1979 Chevrolet Malibu, and that caused gas tank explosions, which severely burned six individuals when their cars were hit from the rear. The plaintiffs sued for £4.9 in punitive damages. The victims were able to present evidence that showed GM was aware of the problem, but did nothing to fix it, because they considered the associated costs were too expensive. There have been other examples outside of the automobile industry, For example, asbestos in building materials. Back in December 1998, Owens Corning paid 1.2 billion US dollars to settle asbestos related product liability lawsuits because it caused mesothelioma cancer and death. There were 237,000 claims under this action. In 1998, Dow Corning, a joint venture of the Dow Chemical Company, reached a settlement when it agreed to pay $3.2 billion in a class action related to silicone breast implants that were rupturing, causing injury and bodily damage. Each of the women received $12,000 to $60,000 under that particular action. And the company also agreed to pay $5,000 to remove their implants and $25,000 to women whose implants had ruptured. So you can see product liability is very costly. Back in 2002, Philip Morris, a cigarette company known as the Altria Group, faced charges in a suit filed by a woman with lung cancer. The company was ordered to pay punitive damages of $28 billion $850,000 in compensatory damage. Philip Morris appealed against the judgment and it was reduced nine years later to just $28 million. Big difference. A lot of time. When it comes to autonomous safety in electric vehicles, then that's an important consideration. What do we mean by autonomous safety? Well, autonomous driving is a driverless car, to all intents and purposes. And in those cars, we need to ensure that they can determine relationships to other vehicles on the road on which you're driving. And so that demands a number of sensors in the car with semiconductors to understand distances and be able to navigate the road safely. According to McKinsey, by 2035 autonomous driving could create 300 to 400 billion US dollars. There may be fleets of driverless cars efficiently delivering people to their destinations and it certainly captured the imagination of many. Automobile OEMs and suppliers will need to develop new sales and business strategies acquire new technological capabilities and address concerns about safety, according to McKinsey. We might even have robo-taxis turn up at to our doors, robo-Ubers, robo-shuttles, autonomous trucks. And those autonomous trucks could be doing last-mile delivery. As production of these vehicles scales up, the manufacturing configuration and the supply chain complexities are going to change immensely. But somehow... I think that safety concerns will have to prevail. Or we could see significant product recalls and significant cost and considerable liabilities for the large automobile companies. The technology is getting better all the time. And of course, some big companies, big tech companies, like Apple and Google and others, want a piece of this action because it's worth millions of dollars, as you've seen. And machine learning is something that's happening in the test of prototype technologies every day. And artificial intelligence is able to develop and learn and get better at what it does. And so there's no reason not to believe that the safety record of electric vehicles will improve substantially by the time these vehicles are in full production. Of course, if they get it wrong, we really are driving into the unknown. Well, that's it for this special edition on product liability in your supply chain. And I hope that you've learned something from the special episode. If you're in the car industry, of course, it will be of great interest. But even if you're not, you can learn a lot from other industries. And the automobile industry is one that we all know and are aware of. And we've experienced, perhaps, car recalls ourselves as consumers. So it's something of interest to everybody. But product liability is there in every product and every return or recall might contain the product liability that just costs the company its business. So more attention perhaps needs to be paid to product liability and there need to be smarter ways to resolve the issues. Of course in the automobile industry one thing we didn't mention in the episode is that many of the fixes in modern cars can be done by software, software adjustments. So if it's a sensor or a semiconductor issue that's not controlling something quite right in the vehicle they can be fixed to get rid of the glitch using cloud technology so that's it for the episode but just before i go i do want to tell you about a number of episodes that may be of interest to you that you might want to drop by the chain reaction website and pick up the episodes for in the past few weeks and there's one on artificial intelligence and how that's impacting supply chains there's one on benchmarking there's one on power and partnerships in the supply chain and of course there's the weekly news roundup every saturday at 12 noon so enjoy those well that's it for this week i'm tony hines i'm signing off i'll see you next time bye for now you've been listening to the chain reaction podcast written presented and produced by tony hines don't forget to listen to this week's news roundup at 12 noon on saturday i'll be back then bye for now hi i'm tony hines i'm here to tell you about the chain reaction podcast all about supply chain advantage